loved loved he loved uh he loved to dine he loved wine <laughs> he loved swine he loved swine <laughs> the youtube channel is the angry foreigner and it's called welcome to sweden hey welcome to sweden this is the number one rape capital of europe some say that this is because Sweden is very progressive and aware of destructive patriarchal norms, which is why our definition of rape is broader than in other countries, and more considerate to the victims. Others say that it's because of our massive levels of immigration, where we import thousands of people from countries in the Middle East and Africa, places that don't really have the best views on women's rights. But it doesn't matter who is right. We will never know who is right. Because we aren't allowed to talk about it. Here in Sweden, everything is considered racist. We now officially have the highest level of immigration in relation to the population here in Europe. And yet it's considered racist to suggest that we should decrease immigration. Even though there's a lack of housing and has been for quite some time. We have an increasing number of immigrant beggars on our streets. And yet it's considered racist to suggest that we should ban the begging or try to get their own country to take care of them. I know that the definition of racism doesn't really apply to people asking for money. But it doesn't matter. This is Sweden. Everything is racist and nobody ever has to explain why. Because the power lies within the accusation and not the facts. Our former prime minister said that Sweden belongs to the immigrants and not the ethnic population. That it's what the immigrants make of Sweden, which is Sweden. In another interview, he said that every development of Swedish culture has happened thanks to outside influences, and that Swedishness in its primary state is just barbarism, as if everything positive about Sweden is only thanks to immigration, and that Swedes have only contributed with oppression and madness. This fucking asshole ran the country for eight years, until 2014. He also used to be the head of the Conservative Party. Do you think that perhaps the new head of the Conservative Party is any better? Uh, no, not really. This is what she had to say about Islamic State terrorists. We need to look at how to prevent radicalization amongst the youth. The important thing is that there needs to be fewer who can become victims of violence. If you get recruited as a terrorist to practice lethal violence, then you too are a victim of violence. The former leader for the Social Democrats and our current organizer against terrorism and political extremism has said that Swedish people have no culture, no history, no identity. Only immigrants do and that Swedes have to be integrated into the new Sweden because the so-called old Sweden isn't coming back. She has also said that there's too many white people in her party and that if two people who are equally qualified apply to a job where there are few immigrants then the one named Mohammed should get the job because in Sweden it should be considered a plus to be non-Swedish. This is also the same woman who thinks it's a good idea to rehabilitate returning ISIS terrorists with jobs and therapy and housing. It's pretty amazing how both the right wing and the left wing seem to hate Sweden and love terrorists. They view jihadists as innocent victims who just turned to terrorism because Sweden was so racist. So they just need to be cuddled into redemption and everything will be fine. Mr. Derek Vienhoff. He's better known as Deke. Drinking liquor with DJ Deke, we out laughing. Yeah, Deke. Ha ha! Ha! Ow!
sneak pop. Hey. And we're back. Hey. It's great to be back. It's another episode of um, the alt, the alt-right of St. Catherine's, the D-Cast. That's not, right. Not really. Whoa, Derek. Whoa. We don't want to get, we don't want to get put on a list. We don't want to get put on a list. You know why? We're not the alt-right. Lists are for fascists. That's right. That's right. Lists lead to confiscation. And leads to rounding up. Rounding up. Deaths. Assassinations. So hey everyone, it's Nick Carr here. I'm uh, back. Is, what's Carr's this? Back? My fourth time. Uh, I want to say fourth. It could be fifth, but I want to say fourth. Wow, it's an honor. It's, it's an honor. honor to have you once again, sir. You it's know, an honor. A lot has uh, transpired in the world. Uh, lots yeah. going on. I can't really keep up that well. It's yeah. tough. It's getting harder and harder every day to keep up. I like Sam Harris when he said, "You know, it's been about six weeks, and it feels like six months." Because every day, like ten things happen, and you can't. That's just the new climate we're in. The Reddit slash news feed or world news feed, and there's the, so many, so, there's so different. The many filter feeds, is Trump. Right? The top filter is Trump because you got to filter out every story is about Trump. Every story. Every story. Literally, every CNN. I, I you don't watch a lot of CNN, but I I'm still watching CNN, and yeah, it's I uh, off. I actually, um, I disdain for the channel has like grew and changed. Yeah. Into, like, some new, like, crazier disdain. It, it's literally 24 hours, um, do, a Donald Trump story. Like, literally, that's the only thing they talk about. Uh-huh. That's the only news they cover. And it's all negative. It's all, like, like snobby. Okay, I'm going to get... This is an Go actual... This is an actual news story from the other day, okay? Yeah. It was... There's this been this whole campaign to, like... Um, Basically, drive a wedge between Chris, the friendship of Chris Christie and yeah. and Donald Trump. And uh, the latest story I saw... Fat Eminem boy. Th- it was breaking news. Donald Trump forces Chris Christie to eat meatloaf. I was just going to make a joke and interrupt you and say, eat M&Ms or something. And this is no, really what the... Yeah, because they were at a, a restaurant or something. They were having a lunch and he... And Donald Trump was like, to everybody sitting at the table, he's like, all right, everybody order. And then he looked at Chris Christie, he's like... Get the meatloaf. You and me, Chris. We're gonna eat. We're gonna eat meatloaf. We're gonna. We're gonna get the meatloaf. And then what did Chris say? He said he, he had it, and he said it was really good. He just took it. You know, Donald Trump eats at this restaurant a lot. So, what? Donald, is, Chris Christie is his own damn man, and if he wanted to, didn't want to eat loaf, he would have said no. Right. He he probably but preferred I, the, the loaf. Is, the thing is, it's emasculating to eat something that a man tells you to eat meatloaf. You're gonna eat meatloaf, right? What are they saying that he should have? Chosen another meal? Um, yeah, he sort of said, should have automatically, because it was... No! No, I will not eat what another man tells me to eat, even if he eats her a lot. I'll, and no, I will. I'll have the meatloaf, thank you. So he <laughs> just ordered the <laughs> No, I will not take up your offer, but I will also, I will, will still eat the meatloaf. meatloaf. But it's on my decision. So this is, uh, this type of, uh, stories that CNN runs 24-7 now. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Fareed? Are you still friends with Fareed? Fareed, I feel like they cut funding to uh, GPS because the guests have been like he's, less cool. He's too balanced, and no. he his his set is like not as cool anymore. Like he used to have his own kind of set thing yeah. going on. Now he's it's like everybody just got out of the newsroom for like a half hour. So and what? He hasn't had big guests on lately. He usually has heads of state and like. Yeah, not really. Not really. I don't know. Free, no ambassadors. Free Zakaria, you're on the decline, man. You gotta. Started with the repeats. They started with the 
cutting his live shows right. and just throwing okay. repeats. All right, I got, I got, I got to drop this bombshell. Okay, so, drop the bombshell. Okay. All right. So, do you, did I ever tell did I ever tell you about that video of uh, General Wesley Clark? Do you know Wesley Clark? Yeah, the general. Who, he ran for president for the Democratic Party in two thousand four. Was he the guy who exposed the oh, list he, of he, countries he, that they were going to go to wasn't war? Wasn't the nominee, with? but he. Yeah. So he talked about the seven countries that. Um, we're going to invade seven countries in five years. That was seven countries. And this was what year? This what was... else has seven countries that's in the news right now? Rhymes with Muslim ban? Yes. And guess what? Seven countries are the exact same. Okay, here we go. And guess what? Seven is a sacred number. Still going to war with Iraq. He said, oh, it's worse than that. It's a memo that describes how we're going to take out seven countries in five years. Starting with Iraq. Libya, Somalia, Somalia, Sudan, Sudan. Sudan. Finishing off Iran. Iran. Oh Shia. shit! Conspiracy, conspiratorial uh, pipe bomb. So Just what year that. did he say that again? That was like in two thousand four. Right. So that was the start of the Iraq War. Uh, yeah. Iraq War the... was in two thousand three. I want to say that's when that started. So um, they said he said this list. Who was it in front of again? Congress? No. Like. Like a, uh, like not a sure. He private... was, it was some sort of interview. It was like at a a talk, a paid talk. So what? Did people say he's crazy? I mean, I've heard that before, but like, where did he get this list? Well, he was a high member of the military. He was like a, a four star. He was he was up there. He was he mm-hmm. was in the military uh, mm-hmm. echelon. So what do you chalk that up to? Like, is it just sort of a not a coincidence? Is maybe the wrong word, but like. A list of what other countries would they go to war with? You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like those were the ones that were on the brink of well, something's going to go down. Boots are going to be on the ground at some near point in the future. And he just kind of made the, It lends, evid- like, credence to the thought that there's a, there's a bigger plan here. And, like, yeah. the whole destabilization of the Middle East. It's all it's all a plan. Yeah. CIA's pulling the strings But it here. is, though, right? I mean, it, they had well, a bigger plan. I mean, the, I mean, the Arab Spring, I... I, I I don't know how much I want to talk about it because I actually can't like pull up any examples, but I, I'm pretty sure there's evidence that the CIA had their fingerprints all over that. And, yeah. and I would be incredibly surprised if they didn't because I, well, the if you CIA, ask Musab in Libya, that's what he said. Yeah, like the CIA has their fingerprints on everything, and like that's their job. It's known that we're arming the rebels and stuff in there, but uh, yeah. So now Trump comes along for his travel ban, travel ban. Yeah. Some people say it's a Muslim man. I feel like that's a little uh, hysterical and uh, unfair because it's it's not a Muslim man, not technically, but it is. It does. It does. Hmm. How do you say it? Didn't he call it a Muslim man? First of all, like well, yeah. Colloquially, colloquially. No, I mean in the in the campaign, he said um, he said I'm going to enact a complete. And total ban on All Muslims, Muslims entering, entering the country the until we figure out what the hell, what is, the going hell is going on. on. And then he uh, walked that back yeah. to uh, extreme vetting. Right. But Wait. there's already extreme vetting, right? Yeah. But, like, the thing is, the argument is in those seven countries, which are m- some of them complete semi, like, complete failed states. Some of them are, like, semi-failed states, like Iraq um, and then Iran, right? We don't really have a relationship with that country. No. Um, no, so it's not like a good one. There's just there's no vetting structure in place that can uh, constitute extreme vetting, and uh, 
I mean, mm. the other argument was it's it's uh, heartless, right? Because refugees were not taken. He's not going to take in refugees from like the Syrian civil war, right? Well, I mean, you know who else isn't taking in refugees? Can't they go to Europe? Well, can't they go to like other places in the Middle East, like Saudi Arabia, or you know, right. where like they they'll fit in. They speak the language. Um, it's a Muslim majority country, you know. But okay. those countries aren't taking in refugees. That's right. That's the thing. So like the ones, maybe yeah. maybe this will put on the pressure to like take get neighbors to take in some refugees, right? Now why won't those surrounding Middle East countries take in refugees? What's their official? Is this just because too much too much burden? I just don't honestly. Do they I, even uh, seek asylum in the, any of those countries though? I mean, like, do know. they want to move to those places? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I. Uh, it's a muddy, it's a muddy entanglement over there, right? You got your yeah. Iran, you got your Saudi Arabia, right? And those are the two yeah. real powers. You'd probably rather go to Canada if you could. If they give you a list, and you're but like, would you though? Would you? If like, you're if one you, of those people, if you'd like, there? would you want to just move to like some culture that you have like nothing in common with? I mean, I guess over. Like, like oh, what if you were a refugee? Would you want to go to like America, or would you want to go to like Egypt? Hmm. If let's say if some catastrophe happens in Canada, right? Maybe they just want to get as far away from all of that shit because there's still stuff yeah, that happens in Egypt enough. too, right? Yeah. But there, there's definitely hurdle. Like, a lot when the refugees come over, there's a lot of stories um, they've done on just interesting kind of f- following these people around, how tough it is to, like, learn bus routes yep. and, like, start working at your new job. Like, when yeah, when you, it's it can be so difficult. Obviously, but I guess more difficult is for them if they were to just stay where the bombshells are dropping. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's we got it pretty good over here. Who wouldn't want to live over here, right? Yeah. The, the whole cult. the whole Muslim ban thing, though, I, uh... And that, well, actually, and then Rudy Giuliani, he, w- he was on a news show, and he was like, uh... He was talking about, oh, so Donald Trump calls me up, and he's like, uh, so how do I do this Muslim ban? And, uh, right, right. He call... spilled the beans. Yeah, so there's that. Gulio. Um, yeah. Mayor Gulio Estevaz. Yeah, so, but... but Yeah, these... I mean, I, I'm willing to admit, it was rolled out terribly, and, like, as far as public relations go, just... But Just what? Very poorly executed. Exactly. But then you even got these guys, like, the InfoWars people or the alt-right guys, you know, who support Trump, who, who go... The leftists say it's a Muslim ban. It's clearly not because the da 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 da. Well, why do they even? It's almost like they're getting triggered too, by a lot of the left's triggeredness. Like they get they get counter triggered. You know what I mean? And then they kind of. I guess you gotta you know you gotta take each issue specifically. It's not they don't get triggered on everything, but like with with that for example, it's like it's not a Muslim ban. Okay, well, what does it matter if it's a like what the title of it is? Doesn't it matter the the parameters of it right and objectively take away left right take away politics or whatever you can see the errors in certain protocols like oh all the air people who were in the air got turned away or people who yep. oh we just do it at the drop of a dime so snap your fingers now it's a ban and they get displaced and work people who work for the well, government so got fucked. now what they're doing is instead of i think instead of challenging in court what he's they're going to do is he's just going to write a new executive order and it's just going to kind of streamline a few of the things. Like, it's going to say, if you're on a plane, then you're in. Okay, so 
the, the cut off. This, yeah, this is what you got to think of before you do it. The cut stops before you get. So it. he's taking around. He's taking a second jab at this. Yeah, he's like, because he could have went to court and like he's brought to fum- the Supreme to Court. Me, he's fumbling. But he, he's, he can do executive orders, right? So he can just go literally write a new executive order and start right. over. But then he has to deal with the systems that he's been put up against, like the judicial and the so-called judges and the people, right? Who in the Constitution? What What do you think about like the the, the media statement thing? Where it puts him in this position, as far as like, as far as his capableness in his current role, like, what does that show about him? Whether you, you know, even if you say the the whole left what media is, what is fake news, him? what's that? What does what show about him? Like where he said the uh, the media is the enemy of the people. Like where does that put him presidentially? Do you think historically or um, any I mean, of that? Like presidents have always fought with the media, right? Yeah. Like it's a constant battle to, like, suppress leaks. But and, the like, difference is that other presidents, like, is it Nixon who said the media is my enemy or something? He said the press is the enemy. But he said the, the press, press is the, the opposition. Yeah, but he didn't say it's the enemy of the people. He said it's the enemy of me, which yeah, is the well, only difference. It, if you look at, like, the general public's opinion of the media, like, nobody likes the media. It's like... The, yeah. it has We've like always... A, yeah. The it old, has, like, a... 10% approval rate. Don't believe like, the hype. It's like the media has always been the enemy, not the enemy of the people yeah. in that it, it informs us. But well, I mean, it, people, it hasn't always been that way. Like back in the 60s, you know. Walter Conkright. Yeah, you know, that he was like the father figure sitting, the way the sitting you down comes. at dinner time. And then yeah, like yeah, yeah. Walter Conkright's going to come Real journalism. Tell you the truth, right? Yeah. No spin. I was, we weren't alive, but I feel like that's what the memory is. That yeah. there was less spin. There was less It's all spin now. It's all spin. But, okay, I want to talk about it's this. All, there's, there's no black and white. There's no black and white. There's no right and wrong anymore. It, well, there's a right and wrong in some things. But it's no black and white with the media and news, like, things like the Muslim ban. It's, there's... Well, are you saying there's no black and white in reality, but the media is making it black and white? Yeah. Yeah, because now everything's either you read the Donald's, the subreddit of the Donald narrative and Infowars and all, right? Or you believe the left wing there's no other place to go there's only either the swedish there was no the the left says he misspeaks at every sent you know he garbles sentences but when he misspeaks and says some sort of dumb like last night in sweden then they harp on he no he said last night so he must mean that but every other moment you say he can't form your sentence he can't which is true he sucks at forming sentences but anyway it's either there was an attack. Well, I've heard this Sweden, about Donald Trump. People say that uh, people who like Trump um, don't take him literally, but they they uh, they take him seriously. And people that dislike him do take him do take him literally, <laughs> and they don't take him seriously. I, that might be that might be the quote. Um, I've read on the Donald. Some people say like we're not. People got to realize a lot of us are not pro-Trump, but we're anti-swamp. Yes. Right. However, then you got the other controversy of like the Bernie line that this guy said he's for the people and against these bigwigs and whatnot, and then he's got all bigwigs and hedge fund buddies in these positions. It's the same yeah, old story. You need operators who know how to work in this, who know their way around the people swamp. who don't know what what, what well, the nukes know. are, like people who didn't know that well, the energy department controls well, the nukes. Now they do. Well, about that, about, um, what's his name, Rick Perry, uh-huh. who may, maybe Trump wants to cut waste from, like, all these agencies, the general the general line about in 
for Republicans. Right. Like, all they these tried agencies. to get rid of that. Yeah, like, so, the, these aren't a good thing, these agencies. They're a waste of money. They're bureaucracy. So you, right. maybe that is, the, that, that is the thing. You want somebody who wanted to get rid of the agency to go in there yeah. and, like, with an eye to that. This agency is worthless and it needs to be cut. So but what, how is maybe that, that's the perfect person to like trim the fat. But does the Department of Energy right? need to be cut? Like, why do they? How do you get rid of the department that is it the idea that just the um, the, 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 the task will really get delegated elsewhere? I've never really read into like the real arguments, but yeah, it's just a general. Uh, you know, it's it's big government run amok, right? It's. There's so that's the Republican idea of small government. But yeah. isn't Trump t- historically not a small government guy? Like how they say he was a Democrat for so long and da-da-da-da and whatever. Yeah, he was a registered Democrat. Hmm. Um, but like, I mean, I, I I don't think it's just – he was – maybe he was a – he gave money to like Republicans and Democrats. And right. he probably never really like had like a real solid like ideological just stance. He was probably just kind of, you know, like a pragmatic yeah. businessman. Who wasn't in the political arena, so like he right. never had to make a position. What do you make of this, the 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 Swedish line altogether? Like it's it's kind of the newest topic right now, and it's red pilling the internet as oh, the Donald well, people like to say. Sweden, I mean, it's uh, Europe, man. The all not just Sweden, just Europe. It's just it's going through a, a whole yeah. A whole battle, right? Because you got the, uh, the 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 ghost of World War Two, right, looming over it. Where, like in Germany, you know, that's constantly on the national conscious, like yeah. forever, because it just always will be. And so, like, th- they're they throw their in, doors wide open, the most. and they took in like basically open door policy for over refugees. a million, right? And that that could you could say that's a res- that's like a response to World War Two. Like they're trying to uh, uh, atone for their sins in the past by being so like left-wing and so liberal that like it makes up for it somehow but like you know there are real consequences to you know changing the demographics right bringing in like so many people that come from yeah Den- a, Denmark just a different just a, a different like society than like western you know in, in Denmark they just made a new law that um there can be no Danish minority in any residential area of, or zone of the country. Like, they just changed a law as far as... So how does that work? They I don't know. Like, there's, like, there can't be more than a certain... They, mur- they hang the uh, ones of the refugees there. They hang migrants to mm. get rid of them. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how that works. But there, you're just speaking to the point of if you let anyone in your country, then who becomes... Your country. And I I think what people need to get away from is this thing about race. I know that sounds like we said that a million times and everybody says this. But, like, Ben Shapiro, when asked about... He was talking about the Black Lives Matter and the different stats, police crime stats and whatnot. And he said, it's not about race, it's about culture. And the other uh, black people on the podium, like, laughed at him in this, like, snide way. But the that line... I don't know why people, like, skew what that means, but, like, whatever we determine is race, which is, yeah, I understand it's not a real thing, scientifically, so to speak, but, like, when people are referring to race, they're just talking about, you know, the color of the skin, basically, for the most part, mm-hmm. and that has no bearing. If you're a non-racist person, you understand that the color of your skin doesn't matter. So, okay, we're over that hurdle. We've 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 found that assumption. We've We've come to that conclusion. So now, to say... We can now speak about culture, like if you're from a certain area, 
you're into eating more healthy because there's yeah. a lot of yoga studios and then Whole Foods in this area. So that culture in that neighborhood starts to get or, – or think about in village perspective like back in the day in the caveman times. Your people's – it's just – just you just so happen to have the same color skin because you're all from the same genetic pool, which is really what we're referring to when people yep. say race because scientifically it's the origin location where you came from, the regions you came from. Which had more this type of food source, or this t- much light, or that much cold, or this much different factors that weigh in on your genotypes and your phenotypes. Yeah, that's race, but that doesn't. Yeah, we're everybody understands that that the color of your skin or the phenotypes that, you, that are expressed in your your big ears and stuff, they might have advantages or disadvantages, such as like big ears could make you hear better, stuff like that. Yeah, there so should like, be a clear line. Or if you're taller, race you can see culture. Exactly, but culture has to do with. You know, let's talk about Chicago. Maybe when people bring up race, maybe they what they're really meaning to bring up is bigotry, like right? Yes, but sorry, uh, to try and like uh, articulate this line of thinking. If you take like uh, like uh, Chicago, like the drill music scene in Chicago, they like you know see Vice documentaries on these young kids that are like thirteen, fourteen with guns and stuff in the streets. Yeah, eighty percent of them are black because like okay, they're from black neighborhoods and whatever the causes of the. The the the, the um, you know whatever causes have led them to guns and crime or whatever, whatever that is. There could be a few Hispanics or, or whites that are in the crew, like, and they rap and they have guns too, like these young kids, and they're part of the culture and it's drill music. And you want those those beats and that that low that energy that that it's like a you know a punk scene or a goth scene or, or this is culture. There's these are different. That's those are subcultures. Yeah. And then cu- culture is sort of the operating system, right? Yep. Of your group of people, it's like the like the things that people talk about now. These social values. Yep. And do they mix with another cultures or not? And okay, what what are the what are true values? What should we have as humans? What are the values? I think they're pretty clear. I don't think they're partisan values. I think they're they're just freedom of speech. And yep. No, it doesn't have to do with the constitution or legislation, but it's the idea of freedom of speech. The idea of e- e- uh, equality, gender of the sexes, or uh, equality of the sexes. Yes, uh, um, all those things. Separation of church and state. Separation all of church those, and state. All that good stuff. The, those are the yeah. Where like you know in Saudi Arabia, like people might not really care about separation of church and state. State, mm-hmm. right? Well, there is no separate church or state no. because in the law books, it says Islamic law. Like from Saudi and Iran, for example, I believe. Uh, like Iran is Shia, uh, Sunni is Saudi, right? But they, in the legislation, it says Islamic law actually supersedes yeah. the law in many of these countries. Like we can't. They're intertwined. There's, there's no place for tolerating that. Like you can't tolerate that in the West. Like absolutely not. Like right. I'm sorry about your, how you feel. Right. And, like, you're coming to our... But, like, you have to drop that shit at yeah. the door. Like, you cannot... We cannot tolerate that. Well, this is... So, this is the idea of Sharia law, right? Right. And people will need to understand that, like, a lot of people that answer these polls in other countries, Muslim-majority countries... Or, like, like drawing the prophet, right? Like, things like that. Like, no. Or, like, leaving the religion. Like, that's... What is that, John the Prophet? What? Like in like in yeah. in uh, 
Muslim countries, right? Like yeah. it's illegal to draw the prophet, or like if even oh, if I someone, said John the prophet. No, John. or like if yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 so yeah. if you draw the prophet, you could have your you know be targeted, right? Like Charlie Hebdo. People forget everybody. Cha- all these liberals no, change their. You, you their, can draw their, the prophet in the West, and yeah. that's the way it should be. And I mean, it, you're it's an offensive to some people, but like it absolutely has to be. You have to have the right to do that, and like the thought that someone should be punished for that is absurd. Yeah. You know? but, but 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 a lot of liberals would agree with you if you just say that. Yes, we understand. Okay, we agree. However, now you have this thing with this motion M one hundred three. Like, if you look at polls from like the pure, you know, polls of the Middle East, yeah. like the mass majority of the populations would not agree with that. Like, right? They say right? they so say like, in droves. There's a clear there's a clear clash here. Yes, it's the, cla- it's the great class. But what's the myth? The myth is the is that none of these refugees coming over from from Muslim countries are uh, none of them are Islamist, or none of them would want Sharia law over a law of another country. But the polls would show you differently, right? The polls would yeah. show. Now I understand that that doesn't mean that tomorrow, like let's say we start letting a bunch of more refugees in Canada or something, that tomorrow like Sharia law is going to be. I don't even think it would hypothetically ever really supersede it wouldn't it would come it would have to come to like some sort of civil war or physical civil war and then they take over like i yeah. i don't think that's a reasonable expectation like outcome but when jordan peterson makes this great video where it's called uh is this muhammad or no what it's called is this a drawing of muhammad and he has this smiley face with just a n- no smile and it's like this is a picture of mo this is a picture of mo and he can't say it and then he says, like, Christ was a bastard. And then he says, uh, uh, Moses was a murderer or something, right? So he's dogging on the other religions. And then he, he, he like, can't say the last one, the Muhammad thing. Yeah. And the point he's trying to make in the video is, what is the end goal of any sort of legislation or motions towards the think tanking of and the, and the taking studies of? hate crimes such as Islamophobia, or singling out Islamophobia, the word, and not defining what it means, right? Now some liberals say, well, we know what it means, it's fear of Islamic people. Okay, that doesn't do it for me. I, that doesn't do it for me. I don't know, I, I barely know what fear is. Yeah. Like, explain to me what love and fear are. Because I don't understand those. Those are like, those are what humans are trying to like understand what those things are in life. Anyways. I guess the Jordan Peterson thing, yeah, it's like Charlie Hebdo, uh, uh, um, who's the guy that Iran had the fatwa on? Uh, oh, um. The Pakistani writer, uh, Salman Rushdie. Yeah. Right? Like, these guys like this, or the, the Danish cartoonist, or Ayan Hirsi Ali's uh, co-worker, co-creator guy of that movie who got killed. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, this is where I guess my whole brain just explodes because I like I don't understand uh, I don't understand why people can't understand that there are many people in other cu- countries that it's not about this color of their skin it's a it's about the ideas they hold in their head yeah what they think should be what they think other people should be like what they think. Should you go to church every Sunday? Should you be forced to do this? Should you have to eat pie? Should you have to play Pokemon yeah. Go? The rules 
do they think there should be rules on humans? Like, or do you believe in f- actual liberty? Not, not, not liberalism in the political sense, but like human liberty and That's human right. freedom of choice and freedom of thought and all the things that these people are supposed to be fighting you know, for. Renaissance ideals, you know, good stuff. Yeah. Huh. But maybe that's just us in the, in the center. The new center. That's just how we think. It's we, the new center. We I f- actually, I took one of those, uh, those ideological spectrum, spectrum tests. Yeah. And it, I think it's actually the first test I took back in high school from this really basic website that uh, I, I feel like I've been to the website before. But I, uh, I landed center, leaning left, but pretty close to the center and on the libertarian side of things. Yeah, which it seems you did it recently. Yeah, like yeah, uh, I I've done, I'm pretty much there. When I took the test a long time ago, I wonder if I've changed a bit at all. But yeah, what's the deal with neo fascism, and why do why do left wing people say that uh, uh, that the other people are being fascists, but then aren't they exhibiting fascist behavior by being violent at political protests? Like, yes. isn't fascism I know the definition of fascism is is wide and often actually it's kind of an ongoing definition, you know? It's not because it originates with Mussolini, right? Well, and then, um and then Mussolini, hit. there was a lot of fascists like in Spain you had Franco, mm-hmm. who Spain was like fa- a fascist dictatorship until like the 60s or something. Mm-hmm. Like a long time. Um like before, it was, it was before just whole, World War Two. There was Americans fighting. Yeah, and in, and like yeah, right? the world back then, right? It was a hard world, right? So like, you know, it was the idea that you needed a elite, like a strong man, a dictator to to like you can't. There was no time for debate and like slow moving politics. You needed action. You needed direct a dictator action. to come in and direct things, and yeah. you needed including political violence yeah, to and solve issues. And right? it's like there was no basically fascism it's like there's no tolerance for dissent because you know there's only the there's only the party and the the singular goal so a lot of propaganda a lot of information disinformation uh what else is it is is basically suppression of dissent social darwinism is part of it right like as far as like survival of the fittest and like you know all the thing, all the bar- all the things tied with it like the anti-gay things and the the eugenics and yeah. those kind of ideas, right, are intertwined in it as well. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, well, that I think that's like a separate thing, but that was kind of entwined in it because of just that right. was the right. the times. But like, for instance, like uh, you got a Chinese fascism, right? Like communist China right now, where it's like there's no real like discrimination against different races and stuff. It's just the state is like basically. State is the state is what you the state is what you, everybody's a part of and everybody worships worships not a good word for it but right you know they put precedence on the state itself over individuals yeah that that's basically and it's basically just suppression of dissent pretty right. much right I think that's what it boils down to be it so through violence people... or through like law against speech so let's say you we we're let's say one of us supports. Uh, someone like uh, the alt-right buddy boy, that uh, main guy got punched in the face or something. Uh, Let's say Spencer uh, guy. Yeah, saying, like, oh, I support. And then someone goes, you're a neo-fascist, bro. Do they, like, first of all, I don't understand quite what that means, but I also know enough to know that people who are just yelling it at someone don't know what it means either. 
because a lot of them are young people. And I think like, I think about how much I'm interested in history, but how much I also don't know. And the more you watch like history documentaries, you start to realize that like, holy shit, there's so much shit that went on that I have no clue about. How can I, as one human, call some group or a person a neo-fascist? Like, like I'm 18 or 20 and I'm a college student and I can yell that at them and then, then what, you're... Is that a political debate? Is these clashes that are happening, are these people with the megaphone going, you're a Nazi, you're a fucking Nazi, you're a fucking Nazi, you're a fucking Nazi. Like, what is, it's literally undulations of the throat are just expelling sound waves at other humans and we're just, some people are getting beat up and stuff. There's no discussion going on. Nope. The only discussions you have are these people like, uh, what's the guy? What's the conservative guy that we've been listening to lately? Or you, you got me on him. Uh, ben Shapiro. Yeah, Ben Shapiro. When he goes into, I forget what university it was, but he starts talking about uh, social justice worries and stuff. And they shame! Yeah. Shame! And, like, people are just shouting shame at him. And then they get up in the 15 minutes through his talk, they get up with these flags and stuff. And he's like... Yeah. He's like, do you know me? Do you, do you well, know me? Well, the best me? is when, because usually they'll say, do you have a question? And they'll try to get him to say, like, a question. And then yeah, he normally, goes, a normally they, don't, they don't take the bait because he'll, if, if they actually do have a question, he'll just, like, yeah, he's real smart. And, yeah. You know, he'll let them have it. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it, it, yeah, it's not good. Is there just inevitable, like, holes in the logic of, let's say, current day liberal thinking? That a lot of liberals don't want to admit. Like, what? a lot of their goals and their... It's all... They're thinking in the right direction. Like, they... they, You know, same with the other side. Like, they're not perfect. They're the other side of the political spectrum. It's like, you're thinking in a certain way, a certain lens, certain narrative. Well, first but of all... But there's holes in the logic. You gotta... You can't demonize your enemy to the point where, like, you're calling them a Nazi. Because then, where do you go from there, right? You... There's no room to work with a Nazi. Exactly. Like, exactly. What if they What if they say yes, I'm a Nazi? Like, what if they say yes, I'm the patriarch, or yes, I'm racist, or yes, now what? Like that's the whole thing. Like you call it that it's justification for violence, right? Or like, like you call someone a Nazi and like punch a Nazi in the face, right? I mean, nobody likes Nazis, and of course, it's you, you right. know the Nazis were the worst. You right. know, like they they were destroyed just as they should have been, and like. That's what when you call your enemy a Nazi, that's what you're doing. You're you're saying that any, you know, resistance against these this person is anything necessary is appropriate because they're a Nazi. Okay, now Hank, let's stop there. Is that what I was getting at earlier? Is that really kind of the what's going on in the mind of the person who shouts that? Are they just trying to demonize them to the point of we have to now get rid of you forcefully? Basically, they're not saying you have the ideology of a national socialist. I think people are just really emotional and like, you know, people that are into politics, like, I I feel like when you're young, right, you have these really kind of like idealistic, of course, kind of like ideals. Yeah. And then as you grow older, you just kind of realize things aren't as cut and dry and things aren't black and white. But like, before you get to that point, like there's just, you go through this really passionate phase where like i remember when i was i remember in grade seven i went stuck up a picture on the wall it was a picture of hitler and george bush yeah and i stuck it out at school i was like hitler george bush what's the difference 
And uh, I remember I, I stood around and I watched actually Mr. Armstrong walk up and see it, and he was like, he ripped it down. Imagine he was like really, really enlightened by it, and he's like, oh, you know what? This what? kid's right. And then he like joined your movement. You know what? When you think about it, what is the difference between George Bush he and Hitler? He brings you into the office, and you're like, uh, Nick Carter, the office, Mr. Armstrong. Like, he said, you know what, Nick? I found this. And you're like, oh, sorry. Sorry, Mr. Armstrong. He's like, no, you want, you want Nick? You really blew my mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, I feel like... I feel like people, you know, it's just people living, living out their communist fantasies. That's the thing, is. right? But, but then... Yeah. But you know what sucks? And the news center is the great place um, to kind of be at to to make these uh, judgments and, and and look at things in a realistic perspective. Like Milo Yiannopoulos, for example, he was on Bill Maher recently. Bill Maher had a good episode Friday. He had Milo and he had Leah uh, Remini from the I want to watch. I gotta watch. I haven't seen the Milo one. On we'll him. we'll watch it after this. It's like pretty short. But um, I get the point. Whose cr- who's book sales went up by like twelve thousand twelve thousand percent after the whole Berkeley thing? Like oh, that yeah. Berkeley thing. Was like the best thing. Hit and he admits he's a and troll. He, and he gets paid. He gets paid for for when protesters come up, come and yeah. shut down that event. He still See, gets but, paid. But I did like Mar basically kind of reamed him out a bit. Like agreed with him on you know agreeable points, but then just said like, "Come on, man, what the fuck? Like you're just you're you're being such a troll." And he's like, "Yeah, I know, I am a troll." But I understand the criticism of a guy like Milo like that, like attacking people on an individual basis just because like. Who's the girl, Leah Dunham, that he says is, like, hideous? I don't even know who she is. No, um, Leslie Jones from uh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay, but there's another chick, Leah Dunham, I think, that he's talking about. But, like, who... Do you know the story about her? No, She has some story where she talked about, uh, like, I think she, like, masturbated her sister or something. Or, like, there was some, there was some, like... Just some story that came out about There was her, some like, childhood, like, incestual, like, oh. stuff going on there that she talked about. Damn. So conservatives uh, hit her on that. Why? Did, how, why? What, what I don't know. Just, like, isn't that just, like, a traumatic thing that, like, or she enacted it on someone, so it's like it, a... Well, she was doing inappropriate stuff to her younger sister as well. Oh, okay. Is what... Hmm. That's why... She, there's, that's what she gets attacked from. Uh, okay. Yeah. All these personal attacks, though, and stuff. Like, I wish people would just... I don't know. I don't know. I Discuss the issues, but it seems like every time people discuss the issues, and they bring up stats of things, like whether it's crime rates amongst different minorities or, or prison rates of, of, of different religious uh, sects in, in certain countries... Then it, once you start saying stats, people start getting emotional and go, oh, yeah. don't start talking about stats. Well, I don't. I haven't looked these up. I don't want to. I hear a lot of those people complain. See, well, and like the the thing with like the new the new right and like the kind of, they always come to every argument like armed with stats, right? Like that. That's the whole debating style, like Ben Shapiro and people like yeah, that. Yeah, I never hear people or, argue and win but, against them. They never answer their pe- questions. Because people on the left don't bring stats. They bring emotion. Why? Why don't they start bringing stats? Because their their arguments, these are the holes in the logic that would just fall yeah, through? Yeah, because, like, it's, they're, they're, they're wrong on, I think, it, just generally, they're wrong on, like, a lot of these, you know, identity issues. And identity like, politics, grouping people into groups, um, demonizing. Saying that, um, that gender is... Or that sex is not 
scientifically uh, is not based in science or like sex is not a biological fact. People are like, we have science books that go back. Like we've been studying this stuff forever. Like, and Joe Rogan said the one day he's like, why do, why do they take, why do they take testosterone then if there's no biological difference in the sexes? Like, don't stop stop saying there's no biological difference in the sexes. Yeah, like, start saying the points that make sense. And there's some stuff to the like, to those yeah, ways like, of thinking that makes sense. In you know, it's like in general, guys are taller than girls. Like. There's, of course, there's seven foot girls out there, but like in general, you know, guys are taller. It's like guys have more upper body strength than girls in yeah. general. Like that's not the, there are exceptions, yeah. of course, but like, you know, there are biological differences. Someone made the point too. It might've been Ben Shapiro that was talking about, um, you know, this, and why this is almost sounds like, like a, this type of talk that we're talking right now, people would even say like, oh, it's sexist to say this, but like coal miners, like architects builders science like people who are scientists in the past you know throughout history people who work in like construction da, 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 da. women didn't weren't trying to take construction like coal mining jobs not to say there aren't women who do that shit mm-hmm. there are but like over history you know men were doing all this work and that doesn't i'm not even saying that as like anything that's just sort of a statement it's not you don't doesn't have to you don't have to read into that any further i'm just it's just a statement so take it what it is right whether what what you know where do you want to take that part of the conversation so over in history men have done the war the this the that yeah. the, okay then you want to take it to this point where like oh well men are just um you know putting women down and systematically abusing them and they're inferior so that's why they have all these positions well couldn't it be like a uh expression of that the biology like the male the male mind works a certain way the female mind works a certain way and like like they're naturally you know a a man is like happier like in a environment like that whereas like women could be generally happier like raising a family and just like like in in history the men were like the the hunters and women were the the you know foragers and gatherers and like stay at home kind of deals which is fine. Let's say it was reversed. What if it was women were the hunters throughout history and men weren't? It's just a matter of – it's like – it's women and men. It's just a name. It's just a word. It's it's just, it's the opposite. It's duality. You have one of the organism that is one way yeah. and one that is another way and those two intercede and intersect literally, yes. quite literally, to make another and human being. I guess being. the question is, is like – is that a bad thing, you know? Just the way things have the way the the, the way things have shaken out and like, you know, the way things are is is it to bad? some people say that's the patriarchy, right? And that's you know, well, that's why we had first you gotta, wave feminism. The reason right? women don't go into coal miners is because the patriarchy is just like not letting them be. Well, not it's not letting them, it's just conditioning them to like not do it or like to to you got to stay home. That's that's the role for a woman, right? And I guess right. is that is that a is that the natural like is that the natural role for women like is that where most women are happiest or like is i guess right that's right the right like well, like right like how many of women are saying like oh i'm no i'm totally fine being in this position and then other women might say oh no you're brainwashed yeah. you're not fine you don't want to be in the kitchen cleaning and cooking you know men should cook now or the roles have changed you gotta and then the woman might be like no i'm fine i really don't fine and then other it's just this endless perspective war where some people might be content in their life 
like all the women who voted for Trump, I don't know, they must not see any sort of misogynist. They must not be threatened by his mis- misogyny or any sort of statements that, he, that he's made, these white women. Yeah. And then people might say, oh, they're brainwashed by the white patriarchy. 50% of... Like, it's then, pretty like, close. It's pretty close. Like, what is brainwashed? You know, what is... Brainwashed is just culture again. It's just cultural conditioning, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't fucking want to take a break. Sweden, home to hot blondes, dead Vikings, and the Swedish chef. Now, add another thing to this list. Sweden is now the proud owner of the title, the rape capital of Europe. Sweden has always had a reputation of being a harmonious and liberal society. This image has been shattered as rape has skyrocketed over the past five years. At the same time, Sweden has been going through a revolutionary demographic shift that has seen the country take in more refugees from Islamic countries than any Western nation in the world. This immigration has led to culture clashes and to enclaves of self-contained societies across Sweden. This is Annika Henroth Rostein. She's a Swedish journalist who has extensively covered the Middle Eastern migration into Sweden. What we have is, first of all, a very a, a Swedish culture. Then we bring in, last, like last year, 190,000 people that come from a very different culture, a culture that isn't liberal, that has radically different views on women, on sexuality, on gender, on all of these things. There's an explosion. Yeah, it will will be clashes. This is Rinkby, a leafy northern suburb of Stockholm, also a completely Islamic area. The police have said this is a complete no-go for them and for journalists. Here, a 60 Minutes crew from Australia is attacked while doing a story on Rinkby. In order to come here and to prosper, you have to adapt to that culture. And that, what we're doing in Europe, is the complete opposite. They are saying, how can we adapt to you? Do you think that Sweden has a responsibility to adapt to the immigrants' culture coming in? Definitely. Should a a woman, when they come here, dress, you know, modestly, you know, with pants and with with sleeves? Is that important? It is our culture. If you come to Rinkeby, obviously, everywhere is a dress code, you know. I got Swedish girlfriend. Sometimes I say, we go to Rinkeby, it's scared. Right. It's scared. Is it dangerous here sometimes? Mm, sometimes, yeah. We found out exactly how dangerous when while we were setting up a shoot at a neighboring location, we were approached by five men and told to leave. While my crew took off, I stayed to simply ask why we had to leave. Because I was still wired, we had the sound of what happened next. How come it's a problem to, uh, to film here? I don't want to be filmed. I know, but why? What's the? What's the? Why? I, don't, I, don't, I just don't want to spawn, you know. But why? Why? Let me see. Why? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hello. Let me see. I'm not filming anything. Look, look. Show me. Show me what you got. Let go of me. Show me what you got. No, yeah. Let me. Let go. I'll show you. I don't want your phone. Show me. Let go. Let North Korea. Were you excited to learn with the assassination? The assassination. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, who the was, Disneyland brother guy. Yes. The fake, he fake was expelled from the Hermit Kingdom for attempting to travel to Disneyland on a bad visa. 
Mm-hmm. Fake beast. He just really wanted to go, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he, he had a reputation as a playboy gambler, you know. He was a black sheep of the family. Or? Loved, loved. He loved. Uh, he loved to dine. He loved wine. <laughs> he loved swine. He loved swine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cool. And uh, yeah, the uh, these he was sprayed in the face with a fast-acting nerve agent. That's what. It, yep. But, but the girl uh, said she thought it was just part of a prank. Yeah. It was a punk Which show that they were doing. I totally believe. I literally could see that. I'm like, you could know be what? possible, dude. Maybe this North Korean girl is just like, all right. She was a pawn, man. All right, you're gonna go spray him. <laughs> you get paid fifty bucks. It's gonna be hilarious. Trust me, you're gonna um, get it on TV. Yeah, I mean. North Korea, well, and and they fired a ballistic missile a couple, like, a week ago, uh, first one of the Trump presidency. All right. They do that every, like, six months, right? Yeah. They'll test a nuke or they'll, like, Long-range missile. Yeah. North Korea today launches another long-range missile. Now, what do you want to say about this, Well, basically, is eventually they want to be able to put the nuke on the long-range missile. Right. And then you can potentially hit the mainland United States. Yeah. Which gives them that little like, hey, don't don't invade us, because we'll do something here. We could do something. Don't get crazy now. We got a little something here. It's called the nuke on a long range missile. And if you get, put more sanctions on us, yeah, like China now, what does not take? They're not taking North Korea's coal. They previously were or something. Yeah, I think China's like tightening up on like trade and saying, uh, hey, you guys, gotta not be so uh, erratic. Yeah. Uh, is that kind of what China does? Yeah, because China is like their ally, like sort of, kind of, right? Like well, they are, but they, they have are. Beef no, they're they're legitimate allies. Like they have diplomatic relationships. Yeah. and they consider themselves allies, but like China's like the big brother, you know, that kind of has to in the like, neighborhood rein in little North Korea, like you know. China's like, but the North US Korea has, has like their own Juche ideology, right? Which, which is the self. Self-reliance, like, that's the whole culture in North Korea. It's like a communist self-reliance, like, um, basically the nation should be completely self-reliant. China's kind of like that too, though, right? Like, we don't like taking cigars from other countries. We make our own shit. We export a lot, but we don't... Well, no, because China's like trade, man. China's like, that's where they, that's where China's power is, is with their trade and relationships with other countries, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they... They they basically make everything for the whole world. Everything I have says made in China. Uh, yeah. These microphones are made in China. And it's a relationship. It's a relationship. We depend on each other. Like they depend on us. Like uh-huh. we depend on them. Like we they buy our debt. Um Yeah, that confuses me. They make me us too, cheap but... shit so we can pay cheap prices. Like that's what it comes down to. Is like we the reason we can afford the lifestyle we have is because cheap shit. Cheap labor that we don't want to do, right? Cheap labor, no patents. They just, oh, yeah, it's wild, they wild just west make things. It's you a can, wild, wild west. You can copy things. Go to the wild, wild west. Steal things. Copy. Steal ideas. Like, nope. Yeah. Just a wild, wild west. Does China have, like, uh, one of those systems, like, where there's multiple presidents or multiple heads of state at the top that kind of have, like, a cabal where they make decisions? I think there's, there's, like, like seven a guys. Five, there's a, I'm pretty sure a council type thing. A, yeah, there's, like, a five-person Politburo. And then there's a guy above him who's but like there's this. there's one guy pretty much like they they do have kind of like uh right now Xi Jinping. Yeah. He's, he's the guy his wife's a singer. He's the one calling the shots in China right now. But I'm pretty sure there is some sort of political bureau. I think that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. A politburo. Yeah. 
Um, Good for them. Good yeah. for them. That sounds like cool. They've executed thousands of people, right? Like in the last year, I think. In the if you look at the year, the stats for countries that execute people, there's no proper stat from China because they don't really want to say. But it's like it just say it'll say thousands. Oh yeah, they. Because uh, it's like way more than any other country. Like they execute a lot of people. Have you ever? Re, uh, Googled the things you can be executed for in China. In China? It's like 27 different things. No, maybe you talked about it on this podcast once. Yeah, there, I believe there's like 27 specific crimes that you can be murdered by the state. That for is in China. such a crazy thing to think about. Well, China has, has has the whole eye for an eye like thing. Like that's that's a part of their just part of the culture. And like mm. their like the punishment for murder is death, like cut and dry. Like there's no like. Mm-hmm. debate about it and but it's like it's, it's efficient it's not just like like murder it's like oh the ceo of a dairy company you know someone fucked up at his company and someone got poisoned by food and someone people died and in china they'll they'll, they'll fucking execute the ceo of company for that shit they'll just you know it was up this to happened you. and uh indirectly the was your the punishment fault. is death like that's death is crazy they yeah. just give you they give you nothing. They give you your life ending. That's what they give you. Yeah, and they're quick about it too. There's no death row. There's no like, okay, you're going to go now sit on 30 years waste taxpayers years. money on death row. No, they're like, okay, we're all right, we'll we'll, we'll set a calendar date. How do they do it? Injection? I I think they do injection. I think they do firing squad. They do firing squad still? I don't know if they still. I feel like they did for Which a long like time. mass graves in China. Like millions. To be fair, the next thing. Instead of Hitler's like bunker. I don't think they do firing squad anymore because they specifically want to harvest the organs. Save bullets too? Well, not damage the organs. Oh, which are the very valuable. Yeah. yeah, there is an underground market of organs well, they, in China, isn't there? I think they, they there was a policy where they announced they were like uh, going to curb back on the har- harvesting of organs from prisoners. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? That, that's pretty crazy. Like that... See, that's the totalitarian state run amok, right? You that's got, the epitome of the individual doesn't mean anything. We just take yeah, the organs to supply like, the state. There's only the state. There's only what's good for the colony, right? It's it's yeah. the ant mindset. <sighs> See, it's... Which, there's something very appealing about that. I, yeah, there's something appealing about it for sure. Because, like, if you want... It's just... It's smart, right? It's if you if you're looking at this as a game, right? Civ. And, it's Civ. Yeah, right. That's how you want. It. That's how you want the humanity pl- player. You know, that's how. That's how you got to be ruthless. Yeah, being ruthless though, man, it's such a crazy thing yep. to to just because the other side of the thing is like pe- these people are individuals. They have lives. They have yep. families. They have. Yeah. These are people. Press all that individuality. What do you think like, about the? What do you think about? You're never about the... gonna get like a great, great free thinkers coming out of like such a suppressive. Maybe will, but like you know, huh. right there. That's the other argument. Like you're never gonna get like the uh, the Steve Jobs coming up, or like you know, right, right, right. All those people come out of like California and shit, where you know it's just relaxed. Hmm. Hmm. Silicon Valley. The tech, the tech industry sector. What do you think about the opposite of the murdering uh, people? Is the thing like the uh, beheader guy, the Canadian beheader? Oh yeah, and, and eater and alien well, at least killing without guy. Conditions. He's out. He's out there. He's, he's out, out there. 
So I know, is Carla Homoka. I'm, I'm not. I'm not falling asleep on a bus next time I uh, take a take a Greyhound day. I'm gonna never fall asleep again. He could be in my house right now. Yeah. He's in. He, he could be in my fridge right now. Yeah, he ate part of that head too. He did, but but to his defense, he thought he was saving us from an alien. He thought that in his own um, mind. Yeah, I mean, he was that's tripping balls. Terrible, terrible. What a not tripping balls. Terrible man, story, and it's crazy that it happened like so close to where we live. And like, Ooh, uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's really crazy. But like, that must. How does his family feel about that? Like his who his, the beheaders family? No, like the, the uh, other guy, the victim's the victim. family. Ooh, right. I would feel like utter. I, I would probably feel like I, I got hit by a freight train. Like, wouldn't you want to buy a gun and go kill him? Exact some sort of fucking justice. That's Act. crazy, man. Non-judicially, just like, you know, right? That's why... Anarchist way. And would anyone really be... You know, would anyone really judge you? I would, I would a say, lot of people you know post what? A, a lot of people post fucking videos of uh, people who have killed pedophiles and go, right on, man. Yep. He he touched my son not killed him. I could empathize with his, uh, that revenge, but uh, yeah... You can't have that. You can't have vigilantism, right? And then it's the slippery jungle. slope. Then it's the jungle. It's a slippery slope in the jungle, man. Yeah, but I don't hey, know. he's out I there don't know. now. He, uh, I mean, they say he's gonna rehab. He, he'll be fine. They say he. Yeah. Uh, you you know. think that he should have to check in with someone like once mm, a year or something, right? I think he does. I don't think he has to. <coughs> I think not, there's no conditions. None. None at all. No conditions. Well, he was. He has been in a halfway house type situation for the last since the event, right? He's been in some sort of semi-custody, and then now they are choosing to let him free. But they, they obviously have a vetting process for that. Like, the, you know, I guess it's one of those things where until he beheads another person, then the jury will be out on whether that... Tell you what, if he was in China... He'd be dead. He'd be shot dead. Oh, yeah, like 10 years ago. Or if he was like, in Saudi, he'd be happen? decapitated in the public square. And your blood yeah. would run down the uh, tubes into the uh, basin, which collects the blood yep. of the beheaded. Yep. Arguably less painful than lethal injection in some cases. Lethal injection is not as cut and dry as people think. Like, oh, yeah. it's uh, There's many problems with it. Oh, yeah. It can it, go wrong. And it's it, it goes wrong all the time. People, like, yeah, sometimes the fr- it takes, like, hours for the person to die. Like, and... Sometimes one of the components doesn't work. It doesn't actually kill you, but it makes yeah. you really you just you it freezes you. It like, paralyzes you. Paralyzes you, so you, you but the killing thing didn't doesn't work, so you sit there. Yeah, so you can't like scream. you can't scream. Oh, guys, it didn't work. I'm not dead. Yeah. It didn't work. Well, like there's like burning fluid going If you're going to your kill face. the person, why not just cut their head off? Guillotine. I'm not saying I want people to start cutting their heads off or saying Sharia law should be here. I'm just saying Well, I mean the guillotine, right? No. It's green. Doesn't use electricity. Right? Uh-huh. No energy bill. You can reuse it. I'm sure there's less, like, insurance things and stuff, like, with, like, lethal injection. I'm sure there's all kind of clauses and, like, legal jargon behind and paperwork behind it as far as, like, the state protecting itself from, like, different goings-on that might happen, mishaps or whatever. I'm sure the in the beheading situation, it's just like, here's the sword. Is it sharp? Yep, the list says uh, the guy sharpened it last month on time. Sharpen your blades on time. Leave the hassle to us. We'll behead you in the public square. Have you ever seen that, uh, that, like, um, 
It's like an ice cream truck. You hear it coming and it plays a little ding, 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 okay, ding. Okay, yeah. But it's a it's a blade sharpening guy. He drives around <laughs> our neighborhood. In our neighborhood? Yeah, and it, it'll be like no, ding, 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 you're ding. making this up. No, and it's you go outside like oh sweet an ice cream truck, <laughs> and it's and a like, blade sharpening. It's like blade sharpening. Okay, this is not real. No, have, it's true. Okay, we have to look it up right now. It's a he's a guy. He he works. He's based in St. Catharines. Yeah, he's a door to door. Yeah, he's got a blade sharpening truck. truck. Bring out your skates, your scissors, St. Catharines, your lawnmower blades. Advil capsules found in ice cream? No, that's not what we want. Saw sharpening services? Is that him? I don't know. Nick, I think this was a dream. (laughs) It's true, Derek. Nick, just like one of your always your schemes and stories on this podcast, it's another one of these dream fantasies. For the listeners out there who know what I'm talking about. You know, send this guy a Right in the show. Right in the letter into the show. Right in the show. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Pokemon Go. Alright, let's get on it. Let's get on it. Fuck. Gen 2. Don't care. Don't, don't, Gen 2, don't even remember all the Pokemon. Don't care. Gen 2 I never watched the show here. when it was Gen 2. I didn't care. Did you ever pay, play Pokemon Gold or Silver? No. You didn't play Gold or Silver? No, I only played Yellow. Oh, man. Hey. Gold and Silver is really good. Um, yeah, so Gen 2 is here. 80 new Pokemon have hit. Um, there's been a lot of changes to the game. Umbreon's alright. There's new berries. I do like the new berries, and I like the new other little tweaks that they did with the Pokeballs on the right, and the berries on the left. It's exciting again, you know, going out there, catching new stuff. There uh, is people at City Hall, though, again. There's people at City Hall. A lot of lures going on. Um, Yeah, yeah, Pokemon, it's still going. And you know what? Not really. Pretty much failed. Pretty much died. I'm telling you, what people don't know is that right now... There's a war going on on these streets. <laughs> well, you sleep at night. There's a war. There's a war on these streets. Just be aware. Between Mystic, Instinct, and Valor. Not really C-I-L Valor. DuPont Not really Valor in, in this city. Um, yeah, so this is what keeps me interested in this game. Okay, there's like... A, the ongoing war. A, but you're never going to win. This, this is what... No, this ongoing, is. this ongoing war for the gyms, but it's the community, the team aspect. Okay. Like, it's like, kind of cool, yeah. Like, there, there's the instinct, like the... Uh, I'm in Team Instinct, right? So yep. there's the Instinct Niagara group. Did you know there's an elite group that you get Secretive? tapped for? It's, <laughs> you get tapped... So there's the open group, right? Yeah. For Team Instinct members, which is, was infiltrated by moles. So people stopped communicating right, in that group. Right, because you got spies. gyms. And then a secretive group was created for the elite instinct gym battlers. So I was tapped for this group, and I went up to that group. So you joined the Illuminati I of Team Instinct. Yeah. So and I and I don't really post in the lower group anymore. Right. And like I don't. Well, they're just gyms. The lettuce and the Big Mac. They're yeah. Just the so scums, the earth. now I have like like it's weird. Like I know I can look at a player's name. In game and and know, know them from the Facebook and, group, yeah, and like, oh, that's this person from this group, and and we we like, it's just crazy. And there there's like, there's like Pokemon Go drama that goes on. What like do you mean people, the people have yeah, been like, in fights, oh, at yeah, bars. Pe- people have gotten in arguments. I've been in a Pokemon like fight once on on, uh, on the group. 
Like, I got called out once. Oh, my God. Because... What, for actions in real life? Yeah, okay. Cause Why are you always taking the hagball gym, man? <laughs> no. There was a gym being powered up, and they're like, hey, come help power up the gym. And then, uh, so I, there was a gym in Western Hill. I drove over there. There was a bunch of free spots. We were leveling up to level 10. I get there. It's level, like, 8. Yeah. I park. I start hoping to train up the gym. I don't put a Pokemon in, right? Mm-hmm. So, there's another person there training. And the gym becomes level 10 on my screen. Well, I'm not in the gym training. But they're in the gym. So on their screen, it's not level 10 yet. Mm-hmm. So I put a Pokemon in. And they get out. And they're like, they're like, why'd you put a Pokemon in before it was level 10? Okay. And then it led to this whole... And then he went to the Facebook group and he said, This is an example. I thought this game was supposed to be a team sport. Uh-huh. Turnbull comes and throws in a Gyarados. Oh, he threw shade at you. Yeah, and then I was like... I posted, I was like... I, I arrived and I, 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 I helped train. And it was level 10 and I put my Pokemon in this. What's the problem, man? And then... Anyways, we hashed it out. But yeah, there's, there's lots of drama. There's... Uh, there, there was this... Uh, this this guy was in a bunch of gyms and he had an ex girlfriend who like went and kicked him out of every single gym. Oh, that's cold. Yeah, and, man, uh, that's cold. And a bunch of other people people got kicked out because of it. So like, yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, there's there's should have just cut his penis off, not taking all his Pokemon out of the gym. Um, like literally every single night. Oh, I know the cars. My po- what other players drives. I I like I literally I <laughs> every single night. Shout out to my haters, Ninja Tiger nine oh five. That's right. Um, Rain Droplet. You two, know what they're driving? Those are the two Team Mystic like big wigs okay. that I do battle with basically every night. And I know what they drive. Um, <laughs> I know where they you know, live. Like this, this happens like three or four times. Like I'll be standing, I'll be walking down Lake Street like at a gym and like this red SUV will just drive by and like it's literally really creep slow and like they'll stare at us and they'll like, they'll give us, they'll give us a stink eye and like they'll just drive away and like, uh, it's like the outsiders. No, like it's crazy. Like we, uh, I would play more or feel more involved in this war if I, if I was more ahead. I'm too far behind. I feel yeah. that's the one negative thing for me as a player. I don't, I know it has to do with your playing style. Like what you give to the game is what you're going to get out of it. Right. Like you play all the time, so you're so intertwined with it now. Yeah, it's you, got, about, you can battle with the best of them. So it's you're about out there. having a routine. Like that's you. You don't have to play too. Even if you go on like one walk a day. By the right? way, Nick's walked a thousand kilometers in this game. Just so everybody knows. Uh, well, I'm at about eleven hundred now. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so insane. Yep, um, you've walked more in the last couple of months than you have in the whole first like year or however long the game was out. Um. Yeah, I think I've been picking it up recently. Because I remember when I pointed out that it you dipped. walked 700 and then... It, there was a peak and then a dip and now it's peaked back up again. You're addicted. I think I've done... Uh, you got a problem. Pretty sure I've done 10 kilometers today. Well, that's it's a beautiful health. day good, outside. It's good though. for you. It's but. health. Walking It's good for your health. Um, it's good for your bones. Yeah. That's good, Dick. Uh, it's exciting again. Dick, have you caught any of the new Gen 2? Yeah, a few. Out my window. Or in the Timmy's drive-thru. Timmy's drive-thru in, in Vineland is chock full of Pokemon. It's full. The whole so parking is the McDonald's, lot's full. So is my McDonald's drive-thru. A lot of parking work. lots. And like, yeah, a lot of those, like, a lot of fast food joints. How do they, uh, I'm pretty how sure. How does that work? There's, because it's all Google-based and like. Is it based on people's presence? 
Google knows the traffic, right? Google has like so. Can, if nobody's there, they're not putting Pokemon there. They're putting the Pokemon where people go, right? Yeah, and Generally. like there's a there's a specific, a specific map or like website that like Niantic that a lot of people think Niantic goes to and basically takes their like their pathway data. From oh, there. okay, but that's not really true. I'm not sure if it's true. It's unconfirmed. Um, yeah, every, I was interested in um, how all the nodes got selected, but is it true that they all reported in from that game before? Yes. That hacking game? So they were chosen from that game. Right. How did they, but there's so how did new they ones. There is new ones being added. Did you know there's a hmm. Pokestop in Antarctica? Really? And a gym. That's pretty sick. And it's, there, it, it's uh, dominated by one spoofer who, like, just... A spoofer got it? Yeah, no, there's, he, he's a Team Yellow spoofer, and he but just... But if he's a spoofer, why don't they ban him, Nick? I don't know. I guess it's like can't. why doesn't Twitter ban his lost terrorists? I guess he he hasn't uh, triggered the the spoofer detectors, so there's no way to really. But you prove. know he's a spoofer. Well, he's obviously a spoofer because he's. What if he's a trucker? What if he's a trucker out there? <laughs> there's no truckers in Antarctica. Tr- no, not a trucker. A trucker, Nick. A trucker. A trucker. Well, no, you got to be a part of. There's no. There's someone in it. There's some there anybody there? Research. No, yeah, there's there's researchers. Research lab. That's probably who owns it. There's uh there's Nazis in Antarctica. UFOs. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is um uh you know David Wilcox? Yeah, the guy who really is the reincarnation of talks about Edgar like, Casey. Talks about like the Galactic Federation of Light and stuff. No, the wormhole opened up and basically my grandfather so, walked through the wormhole and told me So he I watched like a two-hour thing on YouTube, and it's like the uh, great. Um, He's the greatest. <laughs> David Wilcox is the greatest. Basically, there's disclosure. Yes. UFO disclosure is going to happen because the base, the secret ancient million-year-old Antarctic um, <laughs> bases of Antarctica are going to be uncovered by global warming. Oh yeah, the thawing of the snow and the um, opening up of the Earth. It's going to rise again. And there are five species of extraterrestrials living inside the, the Earth. The grays? Because... The blues? The whites? Earth, Earth, it's a big Earth, right? There's a lot of, there's a lot of space in this Earth. Big Earth underground. theory. <laughs> <laughs> big Earth theory. Um, yes. Uh, so that that's one thing. I, check it out, Derek. I'm telling you. you have, no. That's that's kind of. Well, the, when does he say? When does he have a timeline for this, or does he um, say when? Just whenever. Just wait till it melts. Well, uh, I see Trump. Trump's gonna Trump's gonna be the one to Trump's blow gonna the, disclose. Yeah, he's gonna blow the lid up, man. No, I'm not saying I I'm not saying I believe in this, but like this is, I I love conspir- the all the conspiracy theories, and I got um this is probably the most outlandish one that I've been paying any attention. to. I didn't know to that really. he was still kind of making the rounds and up there making new. Well, videos. he had his he had his account shut down because on YouTube the elite, the elite, the shut globalist. Him. Well, he would tell you the elite shut him down, right? Yeah, God's Hat has people forcefully unsubscribed from his YouTube channel, like over fifty thousand people or something, and they they tweet about it and they have to like resubscribe. It's like this weird phenomena. Have you heard of anything else like that on YouTube where people just get forcefully unsubscribed to things? Yep. Or there's even where people get subscribed to things like. Ooh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, YouTube man, PewDiePie. There's big, big, big internet storm lately about the PewDiePie. Why? What's the newest thing about this guy? What? So original thing? It was anti-Semitic jokes. And then he apologized. Yeah, and like, but he oh, was, you're a freak. You shouldn't he, say stuff like that. It was most taken, watched on it YouTube. It was taken way out of context. Like, 
I, Isn't he I, just a gamer streamer who just goes like the, weird? I think he's the biggest weird. channel on YouTube. Yeah. Makes sixteen million dollars a year. Holy shit. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. Like he was sponsored by he he got a Disney sponsorship at, at, yeah. at some point. Yeah, they drop him because of the Jewish thing. Yeah. Which I honestly I don't know exactly what he said, but I all I know is it was taken out of context. It was some sort of Nazi or Jewish joke, right? Yeah. Didn't he play games and review games and just say weird things? He used to. Now he he kind of shifted his channel to like a more uh, like uh, just like he's the star, right? It's not him playing games. It's just okay. basically his, just, like, his take on things. He's just a young Swedish guy. Yeah. Like our age? I actually truly tell you truth. I never really watched any of his videos. But, I've uh, never seen any either. I but he is con- controversy blew up, and uh, I think the internet the internet really uh, came out in support of him. It seems. Hmm. But um, sorry, the latest controversy is is what? I thought the Jewish comment was old. Yeah, but I guess it um, just the witch hunt, basically, and like the just the. The labeling, oh, this guy's some anti-Semite, when oh, he's clearly but, not. But wait, the labeling is just coming up again? Like, in the midst of the topic at hand? Well, basically, hand? all the news networks all simultaneously ran stories about that, how he's basically some racist. Why? They just and the internet the... was like, Isn't that soft the internet news? totally came out to, like, defend him. Okay. Which, it's good. It, it shows there's a bit of a backlash to this whole labeling of, People is racist. Oh, this whole labeling of people as racist and this whole group basing everything on people in groups yeah. is really ticking me off slash confusing me. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Every it's uh, it's people are good. individuals. The 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 core idea that you're supposed to be representing is that people are individuals and are unique politics and special. Is, it's and becoming a team sport, which is not good. What politics? Yeah, yeah. it is. It's a team sport. If you yeah. if you at all support if you support one of the above from this candidate that means you support his other yeah and you deny my candidate or whatever or my side of things yep there's I don't know yeah, I don't know about a, all that it's a it's a realignment there's a there's a huge realignment going on right now and uh, like that's why like I I want to I'm trying to trying to step back from doing like facebook posts and stuff and yeah. like being outspoken with your because like i don't know time goes by and like you things change, change like i'm, I'm thinking about like why why did i really dislike stephen harper so much right because mm-hmm. like there's specific po- hair. there's specific policies that i don't like and i know i didn't like and which was like he he wanted to he voted yes for the iraq war right. um his Crime laws were stupid. Um, his position tough on, on weed. crime, yeah. But like, he ran balanced budgets. Um, he did. He got rid of the penny. He just did kind of neat little, kind of like cool little little tricks, conservative along the way. like little tweaks. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. get rid of the penny, or you know, I'll uh, make a tax-free savings account. Right, you know? right, right, right. And like all in all, like, and now compared to what we have now, like thirty billion dollar deficits. Um, and just the whole environment, like, I don't know, why did I, why was I so, like, pa- like, I used to, I, I was just so passionate. Because he was George Bush type, yeah. number junior, yeah, number see, junior. that's what I, that's, I always, I was, I, I used to always call him, he was like, the, he's the George Bush of Canada. I used to think that way, but, I don't know, things change, things change, become, 
I uh, like I'm like I'm not so partisan about the NDP anymore because like right. the NDP is going through. I I I was think I used to think that just the NDP was going through this ex- existential crisis, but it turns out the whole the whole, whole left yeah. is going through an existential crisis. Right, right, right. And honestly, who knows? It's going to be a different left when it when it all when it's all said and done. Is it going to be a left or is it just going to be the new center? Is the new center a real thing that's going to emerge, or is it just an yes. idea? Is this a concept I, that's no? Flimsy? I think it will. I think it could be a real legit thing. Yep. Uh, the thing that trips me out lately, and I'm trying to have a more global perspective of all, all these things, but it's hard to keep track of every country and different things go on. But politically, I, I often thought throughout this election and things that that it was very sort of isolated to North America, like the the things of populism and the different things like that, and the 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 the, the leaning further right and further left, and the different swayings of the party and stuff, and the different accusing of racism thing. It's throughout the board oh, yeah. in all these countries. It's, it's rolling in through the everywhere. Systems. If you go against... You got Brexit. You know, um, what was the one thing about... uh, Was it Sweden? Okay, the thing, the rape thing in Sweden that did happen, there was in 2014 or 2015 or both, I think, there was uh, these assault, sexual assaults at musical festivals? Musical. Music festivals. And there there literally was a thing where they weren't reporting it as rape and stuff because because of fears of being racist the authorities they, and there's a you know this is a thing that like I'm this is kind of the news of today this full Swedish line from Trump it's like the red pilling of people is you know giving the 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 anti-Trump people the 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 all all the left wing and and centrist kind of media outlets today had all these articles about you know Trump mentioning a thing that was fake. So the thing never happened. The Swedish thing never happened yesterday. Nothing in Swedish happened yesterday. The cr- and then people start looking it up, which is the red pilling. They start looking it up and they realize there is some shit going on in Sweden. It Yeah, it might be because Trump watched Ami Horowitz on fucking, uh, what's that, Tucker Carlson show or whatever. But though there's See, merits to that. Trump it wasn't speaks clearly made up. Right? He, he, yes, he speaks he in just, generalities. He just... He's over, pointing to a problem. There he, is a problem. It's he over exaggerates. Yes, he, he's like, yes. It's n- nothing. He did not say. But he shifts the conversation towards, you know. Yeah, he does. But the, and that's why the Donald support the Donald, the subreddit and all the supporters kind of say like he look he's winning. Yeah. You the 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 opposition is just feeding into everything he does, and then the opposition will be like how how tell me how he's winning and they'll be like he's the president. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be like. <laughs> Like, you know? Yeah. But, but no, those people who are anti-Trump just only want to blame him and his supporters. They're just the cause of everything. Yeah. They're the cause of well, all right the people now. who didn't vote, all the people who left the Democrats and went to the other side. Like, what all, why? Why did they go? Did they all become racist? Did the, did the Democrats, voters that didn't show up for Clinton, the ones that showed up for Obama, where did, where the fuck were they? They just went to, what, they became racist over the last few years like i'm not a political expert but i can see that and say and ask myself that question hmm why did all these voters like you know yep it's uh like i said it's realignment there's a there's a realignment going on there better be where it stops no one knows where it stops no one knows all right anything else pertinent for this moment or you say shut her down um no i no i think we covered a good 
Cover the gambit, man. A good little bit. Good little gambit. Hashtag 40 chess, hashtag uh, red pill, hashtag neo-fascism, hashtag um, you're racist, Pokemon Go. Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go is actually racist. Uh, new findings actually show that um, yep. everybody who plays it is racist. And I can prove that. And it's just a fact. It's true. Facts don't care about your feelings. No. Nope. Facts are that. Shout out to Ben Shapiro. Shout, shout out, out to Milo. To, um, shout out to uh, Salman Rushdie. Um, PewDiePie. Um, blind Sheik. The Blind Sheik died yesterday. Who's the Blind Sheik? Blind. Mastermind of uh, the, the terror Khalid attacks. Khalid Sheik Muhammad? Uh, the Blind... Um, he was the mastermind of the 1993 terrorist attacks on the World Trade Center. The Blind Sheik. It's not the same guy as the mastermind of the 9-11? I don't 2001? think so. That's... Khalid Sheikh Mohammed? I think so. So the blind Sheikh is a different Sheikh. Yeah, and he's dead as a doorknob now. Hey, <laughs> where's the body? Don't believe it. Um, they probably dumped it off at sea. And on that note. On that note. Hi, bye everybody. I was not the first person assaulted by gangs of immigrants, nor will I be the last. But women are taking the brunt of the explosion of violence across Sweden. When I went to a police station, I noticed that the vast majority of the people waiting to report a crime were women. Later, the police officer who I met with told me that most were there to report rape. These attacks are happening across Sweden, including a rash of rapes at music festivals. Over the past two years, dozens of young women, some as young as 12, were raped at these festivals across Sweden by hundreds of young immigrants. They used the tactic where dozens of men surround one or more girls in circles. While the men in the inner circle sexually attacks their victims, the outer circle distracts and keeps out anyone who would stop it. The attacks have become so common that some bands, most notably Mumford & Sons, refuse to play in Sweden. This has happened multiple times and to multiple victims. Then the issue is that when it is reported, this was widely known by the people who were there, the police that was on the scene. But then it was, they put the lid on it. So we... They covered it up. They covered it up. So we didn't learn about this until much, much later. While the police have told me that the majority of the people that they arrest for rape are from Islamic backgrounds, Bra, the official keeper of Swedish crime statistics, curiously dropped the background of those arrested from the official statistics. The government has failed to recognize that it's made a huge mistake. And the the European Union has failed to recognize that it's made a huge mistake. And we have this free movement. And the movement, of course, is flowing toward the country with the most generous social benefit system. The type of benefits that immigrants receive in Sweden are significant and are all-encompassing and include housing, food, education, and additional cash. Does the government give enough to, to the immigrants? Yeah, everything is enough. There's good work here. Yeah, life is good here. Better. life is good, better here. They give me a lot. They give me a house, room, clothes, uh, uh, my school. All the Swiss All government pay, pays for it. While the staggering increase in rape has made some news, this phenomenon has been coupled with a shocking and less widely reported increase in violent crime in general. Over the past couple of years, several dangerous immigrant riots have broken out, and shootings across Sweden have increased sharply. Anders Gorazin and Jacob Ekstrom are veteran and decorated policemen 
who have decades of experience and are tasked with policing within the immigrant community. Has there been an increase in violence and crime here in Sweden? More violence and uh, harder violence with uh, guns and... What type of weapons are you guys seeing on the streets? You can see Kalashnikovs, hand grenades from the east, guns, handguns, everything you can find in Afghanistan, you can find here. Doesn't Sweden have very strict gun laws? For sure, you know, and, and we get, all the time we get new laws about guns, uh, tied it up more. Uh, and um, I think it's I think it's good, but you know, the, the, the violence increased anyway. This is a former police station, which had to be moved a couple of years ago. Now the police will tell you that it simply became too unsafe for them to have a full-time presence here. This man has been playing the accordion for several years, trying to bring some musical cheer to the suburb. Yet, he has faced numerous attacks. My, my music, my music, and the people, boo, 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 the police, by the police. You need, you need the police here? Yeah, the police, the, go back the police here. Would you go as far as to say that these no-go areas are essentially states within a state? Yeah, most of the no-go areas is like that. Are there areas where there, if you're pursuing uh, somebody, where you'll simply stop and not pursue them once they get into this no-go area? Yeah. yeah. If uh, the police is chasing uh, uh, another car for some kind of crime, if they reach uh, what we call no-go areas, the police wouldn't go after it. Do you see the violence really spreading across Sweden into the cities? At least one or two times a week. And, and let's say five years ago, how often would you say it was? No. Three times a year. Really? The increase in this, in this kind of crime is exponential. I think we caught, uh, caught uh, off guard. We didn't uh, expect it to be so, so, much, uh, so much increase. Do you think there's a deliberate attempt to cover up these type of crimes? Rather than uh, that they, they don't want to uh, seem racist. Is there a sort of sensitivity and, or people scared that if you identify who's committing these type of crimes that you could be labeled a racist? Of course, I think this is, uh, these issues make people nervous all over the world, not only even in Sweden. This make me nervous as well. What, what if we're talking about it? Because you don't want to be called racist. No, no, this, you know, racist card is very hard to, 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 uh, to deal with, you know. Of course, especially if you're blonde like me. And now to add to these woes, Sweden has had dozens of people go to fight for ISIS, and they're starting to come back. Sweden has had its first Islamic terrorist attack. Do you think the sexual assault problem is an Islamic problem or, or no, not? Really? No, no, no. I think it's um, a general problem among among men. Yeah, the problem isn't like this culture or that culture. The problem is male culture. I don't think the immigrant is the problem. No, it's not. Like that's just a, like a tiny, tiny bit of the problem. And like when that happen happens, like it's because we didn't like uh, bring. Uh, bring them in in the right way. And I don't see that connection at all. And I would very much like to see the evidence of such a connection. Do you think it's, it's almost racist to make that connection? Yes, I think so. Is there a point where you think that 
Sweden done too much to bring people in, or do you think there's no? There is no too much in helping people. And is there a limit? Do you think to how many immigrants Sweden can take? No, no.